0: Hare Krishna, Jaya Radha Marava, Kunja Vihari, Jaya Radha Marava, Kunja Vihari, Gopi Janava Lava, Kiri jaya gopi navala va rivada dai ashor nandana prajajana ashor nandana prajajana jamuna tiravana chari Jaya Rada Madhava Kunjabi Hari Jaya Rada Madhava Kunjabi Hari Jaya Gopi Jana Jaya Gopi kirivada dadari yashor nandana praja jananandana yashor nandana jamuna teera jamuna Jai Radhamaraa Kunjabihaari Jai Radhamaraa Kunjabihaari Jai Radhamaraa Pra jaya jaya Prahu go to premandee hari my wife's a little bit sick so i'm wearing the mask so maybe just stay a little bit further back yeah sorry Prabhu. thank you just precaution right <laughs> thank you om namo bhagavate vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Thank you, Prabhupada. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Namo. Reading from Srimad Bhagavatam. Canto 1, chapter 15, text number 41. 115, 41. Bacham ju, juhava manasai. Tat prana itare chatam. Ritva apane apanam sotasram. tam pantatvahi ajohavit bacham juhava manasai tat prana itarecatam vritya mritva apanam sos sargam tam panchavehi ajohavit Aho ajjohavit. Bacham juhava Manasa Tat itare chatam Vrityav apanam sotasgram. Tam pancatafehi adho havit. Bacham juva manase. Tat prana itare chatam. Matva apanam sotarshkam. Tampachavehid ahojavit. Bacham. Speeches. Juva. Relinquished. Manasai. Into the, into the mind. Tat. Prane. Prane. Mind, into mind into being. Itarecha. Itarecha. Other senses also. Tom. Into, into that. Rityao. Rityao. Unto, death. Unto death. Apanam. Apanam. Breathing. Sa Sā utskar. Sat utsargam. With all dedication. Tom, that. Punched ve. into the body made of five elements. He, certainly. A johavit, amalgamated it. Translation in purport, by his divine grace, shila esi bhaktivedanta swami Shri prabhupada Ki. Uh, I should have Translation, when he amalgamated all the sense organs into the mind, then the mind into the light, into life, life into breathing, his total existence in, into the embodiment of the five elements, and his body into death, then as pure self, he became free from the material conception of life. Please repeat. Then he amalgamated all the sense organs into the mind. Then the mind into life. Life into breathing. His total existence into the embodiment of the five elements. And his body into death. Then, as pure self, he became free from the material conception of life. Purport. Maharaj Yudhisthira, like his brother Arjuna, began to concentrate and gradually became freed from all material bondage. First he concentrated all the actions of the senses and amalgamated them into the mind, or in other words, he turned his mind toward the transcendental service of the Lord. He prayed that since all material activities are performed by the mind in terms of actions and reactions of the material senses, and since he was going back to Godhead, the mind would wind up its material activities and be turned towards the transcendental service to the Lord. There was no longer a need for material activities. Actually, the activities of the mind cannot be stopped, for they are the reflections of the eternal soul. But the quality of the activities can be changed from matter to the transcendental service of the Lord. The material color of the mind is changed when one washes it from, from contaminations of life breathing and thereby frees it from the contamination of repeated births and deaths and situates it in pure spiritual life. All is manifested by the temporary embodiment of the material body, which is a production of the mind at the time of death. And if the mind is purified by practice of transcendental loving service to the Lord and is constantly engaged in the service of the lotus feet of the Lord, there is no more chance of the minds producing another material body after death. It will be freed from absorption in material contamination. The pure soul will be able to return home, back to Godhead. (laughs) Omagana canvandasya jananjaran salakaya militam jena tasmai shri gurvenam ha. Shri Chaitanya manobhishtam shapitam jena bhutale svayam rupa karamayam dharatisva padantikam. I was born in the darkest ignorance and my spiritual master is opening my eyes with the torchlight of knowledge. I offer my humble obeisances under the dust of his lotus feet. Nama Vishnu um, Vishnupadaya Krishna prestaya bhutale Srimati tamo Krishna Goswami niti namane Om Nama um, Vishnu Padaya, Krishna prestaya bhutale Srimati bhakti vedanta Swami niti namane Namaste sarasvati Devi, Go Pracharni. Nirvi Sesha, Sunyavari, Pashta Dadesha, Tarni, Bansha Kalpa Tarubaischa, Kripasinavaseva Cha, Patitanam Pavanebio, Vaishnavaebio, Namo Namaha, Sri Chaitanya I'm sorry, Jai Sri Krishna Chaitanya, Prabhu Nityananda, Sri Dvaita, Gadadhar, Sri Vasari, Gauru Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, 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 Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So we're reading from the Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto One, Chapter Fifteen, Text Number Forty-One. And please forgive me for just a second; I have to send a text on behalf of my daughter. Okay. So we're we're uh, the chapter is titled "The Pandavas Retire Timely." And this is the section where uh, Maharaj Yudastir has relinquished all his garments, belt, and ornaments of the royal order and become completely disinterested and unattached to everything. Wow. He has posted his son uh, as the king. Or I'm sorry, his grandson as the king. He's, he's placed him as emperor. There's other persons have been placed in positions of power. And he's preparing himself to leave his body, to go back home, back to Godhead, right? He's, he's no longer interested in the material world. Krishna has left the planet. And the Pandavas are uniquely Krishna's, uh, eternal associates, right? So when the, when Krishna leaves, his associates go too, right? They don't hang around to try and enjoy themselves. They didn't come to the material world for any material reason. Excuse me. Uh, for any desire to enjoy separately from Krishna. They never had that contamination. But they agree to come to the spiritual world, to the material world, from the spiritual world to, uh, engage in pastimes with Krishna, right? And so, uh, we're hearing of how Maharaj Yudhisthira is winding up his very life errors. He's, he's, uh, and it's hard to understand, uh, what it says. He amalgamated, that means he combined all the sense organs into the mind. Then the mind into his life may life errors. life into breathing and his and his total existence into the embodiment of the five elements and his body unto death wow so um this is saying he does this now, but later on he 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 goes uh he uh I'm not quite sure if this, if this is actually his moment of death or what he does in preparation for, for leaving his body. Because he's gonna, he's going to wander a bit first. And um then he leaves his body. So, as pure self, he became free from the material conception of life. So, he's, he's able to do this, um mentally. He has these yogic powers. But, as Prabhupada points out, it's not just yogi powers that are being spoken of here. And that when, uh, as pure self, he became free from the material conception of life, Srila Prabhupada points out that uh, this process was, in other words, he turned his mind towards the transcendental service of the Lord, right? In giving up the material conception of life, he turned his mind towards the transcendental service of the Lord. He prayed that since all material activities are performed by the mind in terms of actions and reactions of the material senses, and since he was going back to Godhead, the mind would wind up its material activities and be turned towards the transcendental service to the Lord. There was no need for material activities. And the activities of the mind cannot be stopped, so they have to be purified. Prabhupada points this out again. The mind is always going to be thinking of something. So it needs engagement in Krishna consciousness. And if it can be, uh, the, the qualities of the activities, if they can be changed from matter and placed into the transcendental service of the Lord, then the material color of the mind is changed. And one washes the contaminations of life breathing and thereby frees the mind from the contamination of repeated births and deaths and situates it in spiritual life. So Yudhisthira is doing this now and b- before he leaves his body and we have to do the same thing before we leave our body. The, and, and, and what's important is this is really extraordinary. What Srila Prabhupada is pointing out is that The body is a production of the mind at the time of death. Isn't that amazing? The mind is so powerful that it's going to to determine our body, our next body, our next material body. Of course, we don't want a material body. We want a spiritual body. And so we have to be careful that our mind becomes purified through the process of transcendental service to the Lord and chanting and dancing, and feasting, and serving the deity, and serving the devotees. And if we do that, we can purify our consciousness, purify our mind, so that at the time of death, our mind is thinking of Krishna. Otherwise, the mind will produce another material body. Wow. So we're getting a little bit of the uh, the actual uh, mechanics of how this works. Because we understand it's the consciousness at the time of death determines our next birth. The the consciousness that we have in our mind determines the the next body we'll take. So if we're in very low consciousness, low minded, uh, sinful, we take birth in a sinful, uh, hellish planet to undergo sinful uh, punishment for punishment for our sinfulness. And if we're in a consciousness of, uh, passion, you know, that's ignorance. If you're in a con- the, the mode of ignorance, you go to the hellish planets. Mode of passion, you get another earthly body, right? If you're in the mode of goodness, you go to the, uh, heavenly planets. If you're in the pure goodness, you go to the pure abode, right? You go to the transcendental abode of Krishna. Go Loka Vrindavan, where Krishna is enjoying with his friends always and there is vaikuntha there is no anxiety no anxiety so we we have to uh, understand that we have to do that now in this life otherwise our mind the mechanics of how the mind work it's going to create that next birth based on what we still want do we still have material desires do we still have passion do we still have all these things we want? Do we still have so much ignorance in our heart, in our mind, in our soul, you know, affecting our soul, right? Uh, the soul is pure. The soul is perfect. It can't be contaminated. And it's, it's, it's Krishna conscious. Our soul is already Krishna conscious. We're already Krishna conscious. 100% fully Krishna conscious. It's just that we're covered in the illusion that we are our bodies and our mind and our intelligence and our false ego, our subtle body needs to be purified and it needs to be rid of the contamination just like when your body gets sick it rids itself of the contamination how does it do this wow it's automatic it's an amazing machine isn't it the body has so many so much power and it it can heal itself what an amazing thing and 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 for scientists to say or atheists to say that this came out of nothing <laughs> That we could have such a complex body, complex mind, sight, that we can see things. And for people to say, this comes from nothing. This all just came about from a giant explosion. And then there was all these interactions of these atoms and molecules. And then it began to form uh, bodies and, and water and sunlight. It's just preposterous. It's ridiculous. The complexity just of the human soul, a cell in a human body, is beyond the complexity of the whole universe, or even of a of a of a city, or or the planet. The the, the complexity of the of Krishna's creation, and so it's just folly. It's just silliness to, to try to deny that there's not a, a creator. There's not a uh, incredibly powerful personality. That created this material world, and there, there's so much to understand about it. And if we waste our time trying to understand the material world, then we're uh, we're we're creating our next body to what? Get to do that life after life, right? There's scientists they want to study the 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 the, the grass, or they study the the plants, or they study this or that. And they get into minute details of it. And they might spend their whole lifetime on it. And they write papers about it. And so what are they thinking of at the time of death? (laughs) They're thinking of that grass. Or they're thinking, oh, I wish I'd studied this other tree. Or I studied this, but I wish I could have studied that. And then, you know, it's just a waste of time. Other people are trying to uh, fill their senses with sense enjoyment intoxication, illicit sex, gambling, meat-eating. These are the, the pillars of illicit activity, the pillars of sinful activity in Kali Yuga. And so it's very obvious, right, that to give up those things is going to be beneficial for us. It's going to help us to purify our consciousness. And that's just the beginning, right? That's just the entry point. We, we, we agree to give up those activities, grow sinfulness. We agree to to, to do something Medicinal, medical, uh, chanting the holy names of Krishna, Japa, and to come together and chant together and to all, only eat Krishna Prashad and to be vegetarian. And when we do this, we purify our consciousness of dirty, unwanted things. And we can make our mind such that it's fit to go back home, back to Godhead. And so uh, this process takes some time depending on the individual. For me, it's taking a really long time. For others, it may not take as long, but it's up to us how long it should take or how, how fast or how slow we want to go because uh, it is important that we, we take it seriously now because we don't know when, when death will come. And we don't want our mind to produce a material body after death. We want our mind to produce... Uh, a spiritual body. We don't want it to be forced by its consciousness into preparing another material body after death. Um, so we have to be freed from absorption and material contamination. And uh, when that happens, Prabhupada says the pure soul will be able to return home back to Godhead. And so Krishna makes it makes it clear: if my devotee says something, then it, it's going to happen. So there's no question. So when Prabhupada says this for us, it's in his purport, we can take shelter of it, we can take we can have faith in it, we can believe it, <laughs> we can trust it, that the pure soul will be able to return home back to Godhead when it can cleanse itself of the material consciousness, when it can be freed from absorption and material contamination. And so um this contamination, washing the contamination, uh, cheto darpana marginum. Did I say it right? Cleansing the mirror of the soul. The soul is like a mirror. It's it's a it's something that has to be washed so that you can see in it. You can look into the mirror and see the pure soul. And right now we can't do that because the 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 mirror is covered with so much dirt and gunk. And unwanted desires and unwanted anartas, dirty unwanted things in the heart that we still have in the heart. And the process of Krishna consciousness is so nice that it will, uh, automatically cleanse these, these material contaminations. It doesn't take a, uh, you know, a, a very uh, material way of doing it. You know, you go buy a scrub brush and I'll scrub this off. The scrubbing process is your effort to be Krishna conscious and to give up material contamination, give up your material sense enjoyment. And our minds are so powerful every day. They tell us every minute of every day. Enjoy. What are you going to do for yourself now? Well, I have to go to work later. I have to do this later. But before that, I'll do this. I'll do that. I'll relax. And then maybe I'll do that. And I'll read this or I'll watch that or I'll enjoy this or I'll look at the Web and read about something Frivolous and material, right? All day long, that's what we do. Now we have jobs, and our jobs are full of mundane material activities. Yes, but if we do those jobs for Krishna, if we use the income to maintain our our families, to maintain ourselves, to maintain our household, and to maintain the temple, because we should be giving some of our hard-earned wealth to the temple, to the devotees, to the gurus, in order to because they will spread Krishna consciousness movement. And our money, our Lakshmi, our donations helps with that. There were so many nice devotees donated for our Ratha Yatra, right, last weekend. Our festival of joy. And it was a festival of joy. Everything about it was joyful. And it was an amazing event because so many devotees came out to volunteer, to help, to give of their time and love and energy for the love of Lord Jagannath, Lord Baladev Subhadra Devi, right? Just because they wanted to see the Lord on his car drive around and go around. And, and we got to pull him. And we went on new streets in downtown Dallas. And new people saw him who'd never seen the cart before. And they must have been stunned and amazed. And in fact, they were. I saw this one group inside the, uh, I think it was the uh, AT&T Opera House. I forget the exact name of it, but there was like a reception in there, you know, in the lobby. It was like a wedding reception. And all of the guests turned away from whatever was going on there, and they went to the windows to watch the car go by, the Lord's cart being pulled by the devotees. And they could hear the chanting, and they could see the devotees in ecstasy, and the devotees smiling, and the devotees chanting, because we were all in ecstasy, we're all so happy, to be together, and to be chanting Hare Krishna, and performing a devotional service that is uh, millennia so old, millions of years old. Right, the the pastimes of Lord Jagannath, Lord Baladev, Subhadra Devi, Krishna's form as an ecstatic hearing about his his loving pastimes in Vrindavan, Krishna manifesting this form of Lord Jagannath is so special, right? And he is the Lord of the universe. And and Lord Jagannath likes to go out on a cart and he likes to uh, take the temple and give his mercy very freely to the world. So he did that on last weekend on Saturday. And and a lot of devotees help pay for that. It's very expensive. You know, he had to rent the park and it's like forty thousand dollars to rent the park, you know. Yeah, and then they make you get, uh, catering, uh, not catering, we cater it of course, but they make you get, uh, uh, supplies, like the, uh, the, the, uh, tent providers, you have to use who they have, and so they're not cheap. It's not like you can shop it around. And so, uh, but despite the cost, despite the difficulty, the devotees gave of their hard-earned wealth, and they gave their time. And so thanks to all of them for doing that. You know, the devotees appreciate each other when some devotees who've been blessed with more money can give some. It's so nice that they do, right? And we should all give what we can up to our abilities and and uh, ability to give a percentage of what we make. All of us can do that. So uh, this Krishna consciousness, these activities are purifying our our consciousness. They're purifying our minds and, and it's like uh when I, I have a headache, I take a, or I have some pain in the body, I take some pain medicine, some pain relief, right? The pain goes away. I don't know how it works. <laughs> I just know it worked, right? Krishna consciousness is the same way. The the holy name will act. Devotional service will act upon us to purify us. And we're we're I think actually a lot of devotees, they're more purified than they realize. Um devotees are very humble and they take the humble position always. And they don't think of themselves as advanced or, or being very uh, uh, purified yet. They feel they always have a long way to go. And, and we do. We have such a debt, so much debt to repay to the spiritual master. Because but for Sri Prabhupada coming, none of this would have happened. You know, it's down to one pure devotee brought Hare Krishna movement, brought this Sankirtan movement of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu single-handedly, practically, Single-handedly, practically, he, on the order of his Gumaraj, he brought Hare Krishna to the whole world from India. And, 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 you know, it was a problem in India. People, people weren't, uh, accepting the pure bhakti form of worship. You know, they're, they're into other things. And especially, uh, imitating the West, right? That's a big problem. It's a problem everywhere. And it's not just imitation, it's just wanting sense enjoyment. So, uh, India is in the throes of that and everyone else is too <laughs> the whole world but uh Prabhupada took Krishna consciousness to the world, to the west and then it came back and now it's flourishing again even more in India, right? The Hare Krishna movement people are understanding it and it took Prabhupada taking it to the west and westerners taking it up and then taking it back to India so people would see wow, Westerners want this. So, you know, if Westerners want it, it must be pretty good, right? So it's a combination, right? The, the, the West has the, has, the, uh, has the body and the strength, but they're blind. You know, India has the, the sight and the intelligence, but they're lame, right? So the, 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 the East gets on the back of the West, and together we can make things happen spiritually. So that's the way it is. Uh, it, it, it's, it's the example given of how we have to work together Despite different cultures and differences In our upbringings and, and where we're from Those things don't matter They're just material coverings And they don't make a, a darn bit of difference Because what's important is what's inside And how much the soul uh, yearns to be Krishna conscious People are suffering in the material world They don't know why they, they, they don't understand it. They're disappointed. They're hurting. Some people kill themselves. Some people are, uh, uh killing themselves slowly. Intoxication. Poor life habits. And, and, cause they're not, they, they, they don't understand. They, and we've got to do more to deliver this knowledge to them, right? To give people hope. Cause Prabhupada says even a little bit of this knowledge a little bit of Krishna consciousness protects you from the worst fear, right? Once you learn a little bit about Krishna consciousness, man, there's no question of committing suicide. Do you ever hear devotees commit suicide? No, never. <laughs> they know better. The biggest reason you don't want to be a ghost, right? <laughs> because it's so frustrating. If you're so frustrated with material life that you kill yourself, Then it's even more frustrating because you have to be a ghost and you don't have a body. So you can't suffer or enjoy. So it's like out of the frying pan into the fire. It's even worse. And just that little bit of knowledge, if we could just tell all these people that are like contemplating suicide right this minute, there's people thinking about it. Oh, should I kill myself? How would I do it? I daydream about it. They think about it. But then things get a little better. Okay, I won't do it yet. Okay, things are really bad. Some event happens. Some horrible thing happened. Okay, now I'll kill myself. And it's sad. It's just so sad because it doesn't have to be that way. But Kali Yuga is the way it is for a reason. And so it's degraded age. It's a difficult time. It's the age of hypocrisy and quarrel. And if you don't know... That there's something above all of this suffering of humanity and and poor leadership and wars and disease and and lack of of proper management of of, of affairs of society this is very uh can be very depressing right if you just dwell on it all the time and just think oh what and you listen to the news oh you will you'll be driven to, to suicide right because there's very little hope so the knowledge of Krishna consciousness is so wonderful. It takes away all of that nonsense. As Prabhupada says so many times, don't worry about the leaders. Don't worry about what's happening. It's just nature. And nature will take care of it. It's just the modes of material nature, goodness, passion, and ignorance, in all these different combinations And Prabhupada says, Arjuna says, declare it, or Krishna says, declare it boldly, Arjuna, that my devotee will never perish. We will never be the losers. And just if we could tell more people in the world about this, we could save so many souls from having to take birth again, having to take a ghostly body. Then I don't know how do you get out of the ghostly body, but somehow you do, right? And then you take another birth. But it's just birth, old age, disease, and death. It's constant cycle. Whatever body you get, get an animal body, get a human body, get aquatic body, get a ghost body, get a demigod body. It's, it's, it's all just bodies. It's just material bodies. And the mind is creating all of this. So you have to purify the mind. And even a little bit of the knowledge purifies the mind. Isn't it amazing? The tiniest bit of knowledge protects us from the worst fear. Protects us from doing something stupid, from, from, from continuing to live a life of trying to enjoy. There's still little, you know, still things inside us that have to get worked out, you know, and so it takes time. So this is a hospital. So don't be surprised when you come to the temple and there's devotees not behaving properly. That's why. <laughs> it's a hospital. They're still sick. There's still, there's still ugly things coming out in them. But with devotees, when it comes out, They know how to handle it right. They know how to help you. They won't judge you by it. And we shouldn't judge each other by our problems, by our difficulties, by the things we don't do right yet. We should see each other as pure devotees, as devotees on the pure path. And Prabhupada, it's just amazing. If you're even on the path of pure devotion, Prabhupada will count you as a pure devotee. It's like, wait a minute, I'm not a pure devotee. (laughs) But if you're on the perfect path... And you can at least get to the Madhyam platform, right? The medium platform. Kanisha, mudyam utama. You know, at least get to the Madhyam platform. Don't be a beginner. Get get past the Kanisha, the beginner stage, the neophyte stage, and get a little bit on that medium stage. And that's a preaching stage, right? And when you're preaching, you have to have everything else together. You have to have your sadhana. You have to have, be following the principles. You have to, you have to be, be wanting, you know, giving it to Krishna every day. Then you can go out and preach. And even if you're not doing those things, you can still preach. And that'll make you do those things, right? You know, give you a taste for it. Because we all go back and forth. It's like, you know, a pendulum. You know, we're into it, we're out of it. We're into it, we're out of it. Some things happen. Okay, we're into it, we're feeling it. Oh, this is such a great day. I had so much Krishna consciousness today. And the next day, flat. You fall like a pancake, right? And you're like, what happened? <laughs> I was feeling so good yesterday and today it's just like, you know, you're a, you're a blob or a zombie. And that's our own fault. We have to make a plan every day and, and the plan has to be put into effect the night before, right? Meaning go to bed early. <laughs> go to sleep. If you go to sleep at 8 or 9 o'clock at night, you will wake up at 4 or 5 in the morning. You can't sleep more than that unless you're really, really moted out. Maybe, or you just need it because you're sick. Sometimes we're sick. We can sleep 12, 18 hours a day. You need to because you're sick. But if you're not sick and you don't overeat, you can. Sleep, you just need 7, 8 hours max. Sometimes a lot of boys, they can subsist on 4 or 5 hours, right? The Goswamis, what would they sleep like maybe a 30 minutes a night? They would eat a, uh, they would drink a cup of buttermilk, chach, you know, special buttermilk, like every couple days. <laughs> they could live on that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, of course they were skin and bone and their bodies would shake. They would tremble slightly because of lack of, lack of, you know, eating. <laughs> They but they kept their life fairs alive. That's all they want to do. Minimum. What's the what's the absolute minimum that you could live on so that they could give the rest of their time to Krishna consciousness? They don't want their bodies distracting them from doing service. And the more you eat, the more you're going to be distracted, you know, because you gotta you gotta take care of the body. You know, you gotta cook all that or you do something and make the money to pay for it. It's it's just ridiculous. So it's it's like you, we can see the examples: the Goswami set, the Prabhupada set, that our that our Guru set, that the, the advanced devotees set. The example is there, and they live spiritual lives. It does work. And so, um, went off a little bit, a little longer. I was going to stop at eight fifteen, but any questions or comments? Thank you for being here. Thanks for coming. It's so nice to have someone to. To talk with and anything? Did you think of anything you wanted to say about this verse? You just steer, leaving his body, and isn't that amazing? I I read this a couple days ago, and when I read that, I was like, wow! And and uh, it's like the yogis and other ages—they're so powerful. You know, they get the mystic powers and stuff. It's because their minds. Are so uh, po- become so powerful, they can create uh, like planets, right? They can curse people. They can do all these things. They can uh, manipulate the material energy because the power of the mind is that great. It's that great. We're empowered, but in Kali Yuga, of course, it's really degraded. And, and uh, I don't think you can you can ever chant the mantras properly, you know, to get that much yogic power. Kali Yuga, it's like everything gets no. You know, but still people are trying to do it. why? Because they want material enjoyment they they try to use their mind for that, but the mind it's not for that it's not for uh if it, the mind is if the mind isn't corralled and purified, the mind is going to create our next birth, our next body. isn't that amazing? Wow. So, it's, it's nice how the Bhagavatam and Prabhupada, they give us more and more information, more and more little details. And when you know more details about the subject, then you're like, oh, okay, I can see how it works. Now I really understand. I need to, I need to purify my mind, you know? You get more and more evidence and mechanics, and then that's the, uh, increased your spiritual realization. And you start to go, oh yeah, this is really true. Gosh, how many years have I been hearing that? But you get this one detail that explains it in a slightly different way. And you're like, that's really nice. But of course, I'll forget it as soon as I walk out of here. (laughs) I hope not. So I have to keep reading again and again and again. Srimad Bhagavatam. The literary incarnation of Krishna himself. Isn't that amazing? There's a book. That's Krishna. It's Krishna himself. (laughs) Wow. Wow. I mean, I think if people knew that, they just, you know, it just, but it takes time. We're trying to, we're trying to preach and spread Krishna consciousness. Sriman Bhagavatam ki, Shri the ki! go, Premanandi. Thanks again, Prabhu.